Hi, I'm Scott McLaughlin, driver of the number three Team Penske Chevy, and you're listening to Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. IndyCar fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Welcome to this week's edition of Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. We are proud and honored to bring Penske Truck Rental to the show as the presenting sponsor of Pit Pass Indy. We will continue to cover the entire NTT IndyCar Series community, and our new partners at Penske Truck Rental will help us tell those stories. And there was a great story to tell from the April 2nd PPG 375 at Texas Motor Speedway. Wild Racing returned to the 1.5-mile high-banked oval as IndyCar's aerodynamic changes to the cars created an additional 300 pounds of downforce. That, along with some changes to the Firestone Racing tires, allowed for outstanding racing with the multiple grooves around the track. The result was one of the best IndyCar oval races in years, with Team Penske's Joseph Newgarden driving the number two PPG Chevrolet to victory for the second year in a row at Texas after a thrilling side-by-side battle in the closing laps with Aero McLaren's Pato Award of nearby Monterey, Mexico. A look inside of the numbers shows some startling statistics. There were 28 entries, the most at Texas since 2011. The 26 lead changes at Texas were the most in 23 years, dating all the way back to 2000. It was the third most lead changes ever at Texas Motor Speedway and the most in a non-Indianapolis 500 race since the current bodywork was introduced in 2018. Eight different drivers led laps representing six different countries. There were an incredible 1,070 on-track passes, the most in seven years at Texas Motor Speedway and the second highest total since IndyCar began tracking on-track passes in 2006. Award led all drivers with 93 on-track passes, the most since Tony Kanaan had 94 on-track passes in 2016. It was also the highest passing for position numbers in six years at Texas Motor Speedway with 439 passes for position. There were also 169 passes in the top five, 256 passes in the top 10. Five different race teams led laps in the PPG 375. Seven different teams were represented in the top 10 of the finishing order. In the end, it was Newgarden edging award in a race that ended under caution with just over one lap left 
because Roman Grosjean of Andretti Autosport hit the turn two wall. It was Newgarden's 26th career NTT IndyCar Series victory and his second straight at Texas Motor Speedway, his third overall at the track located in Fort Worth, Texas. I caught up with the winner of the PBG 375 shortly after his big victory for this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental is the winner of the PPG 375 for the second year in a row, Team Penske driver Joseph Newgarden. Joseph, had an exciting race today. It's like the excitement returned to Texas Motor Speedway, IndyCar style. How exciting was it from your point of view? Incredibly exciting. It was uh, nerve-wracking. You know, certainly the finish, I think, when we, when we got down to you know, that one of the final cautions, not the final one, but about 60 to go, you know, it would turn into a fuel fuel game where everybody was, you know, trying to posture and figure out, you know, where do you want to be positioned and when do you want to save fuel? Because it was a big number that you had to hit, you know, it was still, it wasn't easy to run to the finish. And then obviously we had another caution, you know, around 206 and that changed the game again, you know, and, and so it just had a lot of twists and turns with 60, 70 laps to go. And you didn't know what you needed to do, but I, for sure, you know, being up front, and I think just trying to always go forward was the name of the game today. And, uh, you know, the big thing for us was we had a fast car, and I think we put it to the best use that we could. They did a lot of changes aerodynamically with the cars and with the track and with the tires, and it really seemed to pan out with a lot of passing, a lot of wild actions. Do you like the package just as it is right now here at Texas Motor Speedway? Yeah, it's pretty stout. I mean, I don't know that I make a lot of changes. Um, yeah, I think IndyCar did a great job. And it's not just IndyCar, you know, choosing the configuration. It's the, the track was better as well. It had more grip across multiple lanes, and that made a big difference for us. So, you know, if we could just repeat this style, I think it would be good. 26 career victory in IndyCar for Joseph Newgarden. How exciting is that for you to reach that level? I think it's just great to get one this year. You know, that's for me, it was... It always starts with that, right? You start a new season, and you're like, well, let's let's try and get another win. And and we've done that, and now we've got to build towards the next one. So I'm excited to keep going and, and see how far we can go. Racing side-by-side side with Pat O'Ward of Errol McLaren Racing. How much confidence did you have? He said he loved racing with you. He knows he can trust you. It seems that you can trust him pretty well. What was it like battling with Pat O'Ward in such tight quarters? Yeah, pretty, you know, for me it was... He did a great job. He's very impressive as a driver and, um, you know, can't wait to, to rate, race him some more. He's, he's just stellar at what he does. And as far as the rest of the season, second race of the year, you got a victory. Points-wise, I know winning a championship is very important for you. So what's your outlook going the rest of the way for the season? Yeah, I, I feel confident. I think, you know, with, with our team, we've got the best of the best. There's no doubt. I feel comfy with Team Penske and you know, proud of the entire group, every individual. And, you know, PPG this weekend, we got Hitachi later on, uh, Shell at Indianapolis. So I, I've, I've got a lot of high hopes for this season. Very important weekend for Team Penske and the Penske Corporation. A lot of guests were here from PPG. A lot of guests were here from the Penske Corporation. NTT announced earlier this week that they're extending the contract as series sponsor. And there were more fans in the stands this year than last year. So in a lot of ways, you have to leave Texas with a very positive feeling. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm confident. Um, and, you know, I'm thankful for our partnerships. We've got deep, longstanding partnerships with people like PPG. And to have the crew here, 
you know, most of the executives. This, this was a big weekend for us. And um, yeah, I'm excited for, for everything we can do going forward. You get a week off Easter weekend, and then it's going to be a pretty hectic schedule the rest of April with the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach, yeah. followed by the Indy 500 Open Test, followed by one of your favorite races at Barber Motorsports Park, then off for the month of May of Indianapolis. So going to be a lot of business is going to pick up pretty big here shortly. Yeah. And what's your plan? Well, I was just going to stay you know, focused on the task. We got to be good across every race. You know, Long Beach is coming up. Let's, you know, let's see what we can do leading into May. But, you know, May is going to be most important. We've got our eyes focused on that. And um, I'm hoping this year we can have a really good run. Joseph Newgarden at Team Penske, congratulations on winning the PPG 375 for the second year in a row. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thanks, Bruce. We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck, whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, and best-maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered, all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. Welcome back to Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. The PPG 375 was the second race in the state of Texas in as many weekends for our next guest. It's Connor Daly of Ed Carpenter Racing. On March 26, Daly drove a NASCAR Cup Series Chevrolet for the money team in the stock car race at Circuit of the Americas. It was Daly's second NASCAR Cup Series race this season for that team. He also competed in the 65th Daytona 500. I caught up with Daly before the IndyCar action began at Texas Motor Speedway for this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. 
Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, is Connor Daly, mm. who is rapidly becoming a NASCAR Cup Series regular. <laughs> Recently drove at Coda, Circuit of the Americas. It was a pretty wild race. You hung in there pretty well. If you could describe how your latest NASCAR experience went. Yeah, I mean, honestly, as every race has gone in the NASCAR Cup Series for me, like we keep getting better as the race goes on, but uh, sadly our race got cut short. So a um, bit of a shame uh, because we had just started racing well with some guys around us and some pretty strong cars too. So, uh, but mechanical failures happen and uh, that's part of, our, part of our sport. So on to my full-time job. <laughs> But as far as driving a stock car around Coda, yeah, it's a completely different animal. It is, yeah. And, and honestly, though, I thought the racing was quite fun. I, I did. You, you can go side by side there a lot more than you think, and I think that uh, created a. You know, there were a couple couple moments of decent racing there. As an IndyCar driver, do you miss it? I don't really know, honestly. I don't know if we raced as well there, um, but. I would, I would certainly add more ovals before we add more road courses. <laughs> but what do you think, though, of just put those cars on that track? It's really a Formula One track with stock cars on it. Yeah. And it's really, if you're getting to the extremes of big-time racing today, I'd say those are pretty much opposite ends of the spectrum. They are, yeah. But for some reason, those cup cars, whether it's the tires or whether it's the aero package, it's... Um, they, they seem to race well there. I, I thought we raced well there. So it's and it was fun to drive in the uh, in the Cup Series. I'm not gonna lie. As far as your relationship with the money team in NASCAR, do you have more races that you'll be doing this year with them? Well, I mean, we had planned to do the Brickyard Weekend Double, so that that was kind of next on our schedule, uh, doing the IndyCar race on Saturday and uh, NASCAR on Sunday. But that's not till August, so we, we we won't be thinking about anything in NASCAR for uh, quite a long time now. And even though they're really more or less a smaller startup type team, mm, yeah. Um, uh, how much do they really need to maybe up their game a little bit so that you can get out there and show yeah. your skills? It's tough, man. I mean, we we do, we have about two employees, maybe three um, that 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 are there. So it's it's tough. These these big teams, even the teams that have partnerships with other teams, and it's it's hard to keep up with them. Uh, we we need a lot, and um, I think they're aware of that. I think every race we have improved a little bit, small areas here and there. Uh, we added a, a really good mechanic for us. Um, you know, at Coda, so we'll see. But that's that's kind of a, you, you almost need more years than just race weekends to uh, to get, get to the a higher level. Of course, your primary job is in the NTT IndyCar Series, driving for Ed Carpenter Racing, be back on the ovals at Texas. How exciting is that for you? Because this pumped. is really one of the biggies. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this race. You know, we've had two good finishes here and led here my rookie year before I nearly put Joseph in the well, I did put Joseph in the hospital. So, uh, you know, nice to nice to get back here and hopefully the downforce regulations do help the racing. Um, I, 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 I wish we were racing here at night, but we will take whatever we can get here because I think we have to be at this track. I think IndyCar, I, I remember watching IndyCar at Texas for years growing up, loving it. So I'm happy to be here and hopefully the race this weekend is, uh, you know, one for the memory books. And how valuable is it to have an oval race before the Indianapolis 500? Well, I certainly love it, but, you know, the Indy test is also super helpful. So just to get going, get above 220-plus again is a, is a very nice feeling. Now, of course, after you ran a NASCAR Chevrolet in the Cup Series at Coda, the next day you were in the Chevrolet Simulator with an Indy car. And just to be able to go from one type of driving style to the next in 24 hours, 
What's that like for a driver? Well, I've built up enough experience now in my life to where I think I can flip that switch pretty easily, and they're, they both require something so different. Um, but it, it, it improves, I would say, just everything about your mindset whenever you get into anything else. Expanding your brain, using more of it, I think is important, and it helps me no matter what I drive. And the fact that now, I believe that was your third or fourth NASCAR Cup Series race. Third, how do you, yeah. Third. How do you get, get along with the, uh, the regular drivers in the paddock, and who are some of the ones that help you out? Oh, there's a lot of guys there that are good friends. I mean, A.J. Allmendinger has answered every single question I've asked of him. Uh, Chase Briscoe has been super helpful to me as well. Um, and, and honestly, they've all been pretty cool when it comes to, you know, chatting about different things here and there. So I, I respect those guys massively in that series. Connor Daly, driver for Ed Carpenter Racing, the BitNile.com Chevrolet. Good luck the rest of the NTT IndyCar Series season. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thank you. One of the great things about Pit Pass Indy is we get to visit with the big names in the NTT IndyCar Series. But we also get to introduce our listeners to new drivers entering the series. One of those talented new drivers is Agustin Canapino of Argentina. This year, he is a rookie driver for Junco's Hollinger Racing and has been impressive in his first two races in the series. In his first ever oval track race, Canapino started 19th and finished 12th, the highest finishing rookie driver in the race at Texas Motor Speedway. Let's get to know Augustine Canapino in this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, is Augustine Canapino nice. of Argentina. <laughs> Hopefully, I wanted to get uh, your name pronounced correctly, but rookie driver for Junco's Hollinger Racing. So far, how do you like the NTT IndyCar Series? So far, you are the best pronu name pronounced at the moment. Thank you, Augustine. <laughs> well, that's because I got coached by you before I turned the record button on. Don't lie, don't lie. <laughs> yeah, but how do you like the IndyCar series so far? Oh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy for me. It's a big opportunity to be here. Of course, a big uh, and a huge step from the touring cars in Argentina from here is a huge, huge, huge step. But I am really happy uh, with the situation, with the start, and I'm learning every day and working really hard. What did you think in your first IndyCar Series race, the Firestone Grand Prix, of the craziness that went on in that race? I didn't expect this first lap. I didn't expect the, the, the accidents, but St. Pete is a really, really tricky track, really, really tricky. But everything went really well for, for us. And finished the race in P12 in, in the leader lap with a good pace at the end. I need to learn a lot because I, I still far for, for the mid-pack, but the, the start was really well. And now I have my big challenge. It's my, my first race over, so I'm very excited about that. You were also very impressive in practice and qualifications with your speed. A lot of people seem to think when a driver comes in that maybe not is familiar with IndyCar, it's gonna take a while to get up to speed, but you were pretty fast right off the bat. Uh, maybe a little bit faster than a lot of people may have been their first race. What was the secret? Uh, I don't know. I am a really, really uh, hard worker. I am work 
really, really hard with my physical condition. Uh, I was seeing a lot of videos, races, data, and everything, trying to learn a lot. And I know maybe it's the, of course, I have a good car. The Junkers team are doing a really well job. So I think it's a combination of things, but I still have a lot of work to do. So I, I, uh, I have my feet on the ground and thinking on, on learn day by day. The other interesting thing about you is I believe you taught yourself how to speak English in about a month. <laughs> yes. How did you get to be so quick at picking up a different language? Uh, honestly, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I study a lot and it's the same situation than my driving and like my situation with the car. So work, 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 and every day, every hour, every, every time, try to learn, try to learn and work hard. It's the only way. A couple of weeks ago, a couple of uh, officials from Penske Entertainment, led by Mark Miles and also Michael Montry, went to Argentina yeah. to take a look at a potential uh, race, IndyCar race in Argentina. How excited are you at that prospect? What do you think the future of a potential race in Argentina may be? Oh, it will be really, really uh, nice is, is, is that uh, happen because in Argentina, the fans, are really excited about the motorsport. The motorsport there is the second sport um, after uh, soccer, of course, but it's the second sport in our country. And we have a lot of, a lot of fans. You can see my social media's uh, uh, posts. So uh, I am really excited with this opportunity and I hope and I wish that we And of course, at the end of May, May 29th, will be your first Indianapolis oh, 500. Yes. <laughs> How excited are you at the prospect uh, It's of impossible to say because it's, for me, the only thing about that, I am really, really excited. So imagine you when I come out to the pits and start to do the lap. So I'm really excited. But now I am focused with Texas, step by step after Tarlow Beach. I am trying to focus on the present to make my, my mind calm and everything. Augustine Canapino of Junco's Hollinger Racing. Good luck this year in the NTT IndyCar Series. Good luck in the 107th Indianapolis 500. And thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thank you, thank you very much. And now let's get to meet Canapino's teammate, young Callum Eilat of Great Britain. Supremely confident, often cunning, Eilat has some very strong opinions and isn't afraid to disagree, as you will discover in this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental that was taped before an impressive ninth place finish in Sunday's PPG 375 at Texas Motor Speedway. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, is Callum Eilat of Junco's Hollinger Racing. Your top five after the season opening race, Firestone Grand Prix of St. Petersburg. And when you consider the race team that you have may not be one of the biggest in the series, but you seem to get the most out of what you have. What is the secret to that team's success? Uh, the secret is, well, I, 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 wish I wish I knew the secret a bit more, but I guess I know it more than some people. Look, I'd say it's just having what you've got, working with the people that you've got and giving them all the tools to 
be successful with what they've got, the time and the patience in that sense. Um, so in St. Pete, we weren't the fastest. Actually, we were nowhere near close to the fastest, but uh, we kept it clean. We did all the right things with the strategy, with the pit stops. Um, and that's an IndyCar race, which, you know, paid off for us. You're also supremely confident in your abilities as a race driver, and you've had a very uh, impressive career so far. What is it about your driving skill that you think is the big reason why you're so good? Because there's not many people faster. That's a pretty good answer. What is it that makes you faster? Uh, look, I, I speed I've never had a problem with, um, and it's very difficult to answer as to why I've always been quick, but I think I figured it out as a, as a young age. Um, I had a very, very good coach early on to, to get me to be able to feel the most out of go-karts at the time. And then, to be honest, I just worked at it myself. I, I had to really understand what, what I needed to do to be quicker. I had some good teammates early on in my racing career to learn from. And yeah, I just adapted the best of everything in a speed aspect. So I was able to always learn from, from my own mistakes or my own abilities. Uh, but yeah, right now it's, it's, it's more getting the most out of the races on the Sunday. That's, that's where I want to improve the most. And whether it's being sensible or being aggressive, got to take my chances when I get them. And it seems that team owners Ricardo Juncos and Brad Hollinger have really upgraded the team uh, significantly. Your cars are, they're just as fast as the Penske cars and the Ganassi cars and the Aero McLaren cars at times. And you have to really be impressed with the effort that the team's been able to put in with your equipment. Uh, no, we're not as fast. We're not anywhere near as fast. Uh, that's uh, incorrect in my opinion of it. Um, I think we've improved a lot outside of everything with the car. Um, obviously, you're, you're always improving with the car, but it's a much slower process to get to that point. I mean, they've got 20 years of experience, millions every year behind the dampers. And, you know, I think we had an extra set of dampers last year and that was it. We're not anywhere close to what they've got. But yeah, when, when we're on it on the weekend and the car works well for the track that we got, we can definitely compete. But um, yeah, we're not, that's, we're not close. But how satisfying is it to take what you've got and be able to finish ahead of those teams that I just mentioned? Well, for me and for the people who know, um, it's great. But if, you know, for the people who uh, think that the car's the same, it's not. So it's, it's satisfying to us internally and we're, we're, we're working super hard to make it, make it better. Um, but St. Pete was the start to that. And uh, yeah, we're not fast, not fast enough yet. But I think once we get to Barber, we'll, we'll step it up. But you're fast in the cockpit, and I'm sure that you've got some pretty high goals that you want to achieve in 2023. Of course, of course. And how close do you feel you are to accomplishing some of those goals? I think we're, we're well, I am definitely, definitely closer to it. Uh, I think the consistency side of things needs to come as a team overall. But yeah, once we get a chance, we'll, we'll send it, I think. Podiums for sure, and maybe a win. Callum Eilat, driver for Junko's Hollinger Racing. Good luck this season, and thank you for joining us on Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. Thank you very much. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. We want to thank our guest, PPG 375 race winner and two-time NTT IndyCar Series champion, Joseph Newgarden of Team Penske, Connor Daly of Ed Carpenter Racing, Augustine Canapino of Junco's Hollinger Racing, and his teammate, Callum Eilat, for joining us on today's podcast. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests helped make Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck 
rental, your path to victory lane for all things IndyCar. And because of our guests and listeners, Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, is proud to be the winner of the best podcast by the National Motorsports Press Association. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin, and final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the wall.